0: You know what that sound means. It's another exciting installment of the Van Brawl Seasons podcast, where we talk local sports about the Atlanta Pro franchises like the Braves, Hawks, Falcons, and we also talk the University of Georgia Bulldogs. So strap in, guys. It's another exciting episode about to start right now. What up, podcast land? This is just Jim and Joe of the Fam for All Seasons podcast. And on tonight's episode, yours truly is flying solo this week. So we've got a lot to get into. We're going to talk some Georgia Bulldog football. We're going to talk about a major award that Kirby Smart won a few hours ago. We're going to talk about Georgia being in the playoffs And we're going to talk about the bad, Georgia losing again to Alabama. So we're going to talk some Georgia football. We're going to get into some basketball discussion as well on the show as we talk some University of Georgia Bulldogs basketball, some Atlanta Hawks basketball, and we're going to round up the show with some Atlanta Falcons football. So, without any further ado, and before we get into the sports conversation, it's time to get a word from our sponsor and fan for all seasons, is brought to you in part by Georgia Smoke Barbecue, authentic, original smoke barbecue catering. You can learn more at georgiasmoke.com. And, so, let's get into the Georgia Bulldog football. First, I want to congratulate Kirby Smart on being named your 2021 SEC Coach of the Year. Congratulations, Kirby, and I'm so proud of you and happy for you, and I am I'm just couldn't think of a guy more well-deserving of this award. Congratulations. I know we've got two more games we're going to win, and uh, I'm really optimistic to see where the dogs go going forward as far as bouncing back from the tough loss to Dama. Before we get into the tough loss with Dama talk, I want to talk about Georgia being in the playoff. We are in the playoff for the second time under Kirby. We're facing the Michigan Wolverines who we haven't played, I should say who we last played in 1965 that was Coach Dewey's second season in Athens and the Dogs won that game 15-7 to so that's a little bit of a history lesson and there's the other parallel of Georgia Bulldog basketball coach Tom Crean his brother-in-law, Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh so we'll be talking a little bit more about that as we get closer to the matchup of Georgia and Michigan. It'll take place on December 31st at 7.30pm at Hard Rock Stadium home of the Miami Dolphins so on to the SEC championship. The bad here we go. So the things that really stood out to me that were really annoying and frustrating are lack of pass rush, for one. How do you explain Auburn's able to get seven sacks against Bryce Young and we're not able to get any? I don't understand that. And, but I guess a lot of it you gotta give credit to Alabama's offensive line. Congratulations to Doug Marone, Alabama's offensive line coach, and the rest of Alabama's offensive line. They did a good job of of n- not letting Georgia's defensive front get after Bryce Young. Um, the lack of pass rush, as I said, was just really frustrating and mystifying to me Zero sacks for the Georgia defense. I didn't I, I'm still mystified by that. So the big key and so the big key play in the game for me guys, in my opinion, was Georgia not being able to recover that fumble. That was late in the second quarter. And uh, I feel like if Georgia's able to get that and when I get that fumble, things change a little bit. My biggest pet peeve as far as fumbles in general, I'm sick of watching defensive guys, not just Georgia, but guys in general, always try to scoop the ball up and try to make a play and maybe try to score a touchdown or something like that. No. Just dive on the ball. Secure the ball first and foremost. Get the ball back to your offense and just let the chips fall where they may, guys. So now I'm going to jump to the quarterback situation as far as Georgia. When I look at where we are with Stetson Bennett. Yes, those two interceptions were really a really big fan of going forward on fourth and nine either. Well, Well, let me start out with the interceptions. On plays like that, well, both of them, in that situation, instead of trying to force the ball in a tight window, if you don't see what you like, just throw the ball away. Just throw the ball away. And that'll give you a chance to fight another down. Instead of trying to force the ball. I know Bennett's got a little bit of a gunslinger mentality, and that's good to a certain extent, but if you take too many chances, that comes back to bite you as we saw against Alabama. And The pick six was just a backbreaker. That was just heartbreak hotel. That was just oh my gosh, here we go again. And I just couldn't believe it. Um, as far as where things go with JT, I for one would kind of like to see where we are with JT, especially later in the game. You know, Georgia was getting blown out pretty good, and it was kind of tough for us to make a comeback. It was a little too late. I would have liked to have seen what we got out of JT Daniels, but as far as like who should play, I just want the best guy to give us a chance to win. I don't care if it's Bennett, I don't care if it's JT. I just want someone to take a strangle out of this quarterback job and, and and play like a big time guy and be and be the guy that us Georgia fans want you to be. Be able to take care of the ball, not force us in bad situations, and just be poised, be able to win moments. Because that's what sports is about, guys. It's about winning moments. So when I look at so when I look at where Georgia goes from here, as far as potentially maybe seeing Alabama again, I have vibes of 2017 Georgia Auburn. I look at it, where this Georgia team is and if we take care of business like a lot of us expect us to, and a lot of us want us to, I could see us facing Pama again in a month. And I know it's really hard to beat a team twice. I don't care I don't care if you're Alabama or anybody like that. I know Utah did it to Oregon recently, so there is that, but it's still really hard to beat a team twice. And I like Georgia's chances. And I think Georgia's gonna be able to gonna be able to get after Michigan. I think we're seeing a more determined, more focused Georgia team in the match up with Michigan, so I like to see where the dogs go from there. So anyway as far as the matchup with Michigan, I see similarities between a Georgia team in the past and this 2021 Michigan team. I look at where Georgia is now, and they're facing a team in Michigan that is a run-based offense and is similar to what Georgia was in 2017 with Nick Chubb and Sonny Michelle. and that's who Haskins reminds me a lot of. Kate McNamara reminds me a lot of Jake Fromm. He is a guy who takes care of the ball and does a good job of not putting his team in tough situations. Like I said, game manager takes care Care of the ball, similar to Fromm did in 2017. And I see a dominant a dominant defensive player like this Hutchinson guy is from Michigan, like Georgia had with Roquan Smith. And I think and I think Georgia is kind of looking at a carbon copy of itself from 2017 as far as the matchup with Michigan. The other thing with Michigan you get is you're facing a team that, as I mentioned, is a run-based offense. That's strength on strength. Georgia does a really good job of stopping the run. So I look for Georgia to do a good job of getting after, getting after Haskins and getting after Cade McNamara. And and uh, but we'll get more into the matchup as we get closer to Georgia-Michigan. So now we're gonna jump to some basketball. We're gonna talk some University of Georgia Bulldogs basketball. The Georgia Bulldog basketball team had a big win. On December 1st, as they beat Memphis, and the stack was on fire, and the atmosphere was electric. So Georgia was looking to build off that win with a, in a game against Jacksonville on Tuesday night, where the Dogs won 69-58, but there was a bit of bad news to the Bulldogs. Forward Jalen Ingram, and Georgia's leading rebounder, averaging six rebounds a game, fell. Fell, and... uh it was a really, really tough fall, and I heard on the postgame show last night that he was on crutches. And I heard the raw emotion from Tom Crean Tuesday night, and, and Crean was in tears. I mean, he was bawling in tears. And so, it just, so it just kind of broke my heart for Ingram. Ingram's a local guy. He's from Morgan County. He's from Madison, Georgia. He always wanted to be a Bulldog. He transferred here from Florida Atlantic University. So my heart goes out to Jalen Ingram. I hope we get some good news on him. I I don't know anything at this point, and hopefully we get some. good news on it. Georgia's next games after this break for final exams the Dogs will be playing against George Mason on the 18th and the game after that they'll play. We got George Mason on the 18th and then on the 20th they're playing Western Carolina. So that's kind of where things are with Georgia basketball Um, One last thing as far as next man up mentality with Ingram. Uh, I look for Jabri Rahim to come in and make an impact. For the Dogs he's done a good job in that six man roll off the bench. He's expanding his game he's a three point shooter now. So I look For Abdur Rahim, I look for Tyron McMillan, and I look for Josh Taylor, who's hasn't really played a whole lot. I look for McMillan, Abdur Rahim, and Taylor to kind of pick up the slack for Jalen Ingram, depending on how much time he has to miss for the Georgia Bulldogs. So now we're gonna to jump to some Atlanta Hawks basketball. The Hawks find themselves in a tough spot and they're down three wings. They're without Bogey, they're without DeAndre, and they're without a the big man. Some good news on a though. He should be back by the middle and de- by the middle or late December. I saw some video of him training with these Skyhawks College Park. So hopefully we get some good news on a I really like this group. And but they did get a big win Monday night as they beat the Minnesota Timberwolves and won 121. 110. The Hawks shot a franchise record 25 three-pointer. They made 25 threes as a team. As Coach McMillan said on the postgame show, the ball movement was essential and outstanding. Trey Young had 29 points, 11 assists. So here's a key stat. So Trey Young in his career at the Target Center, the home of the T-Wolf, is 4 and out. Trae Young loves, loves playing in the Target Center. And there was another cool moment on Monday night for those of us that are UGA basketball fans, as well as Hawk fans, getting to see Anthony Edwards for the T-Wolves Monday night. He had, he had 20 points and 7 assists. But the guy I want to talk about for the Hawks who's really picked up the slack is TLC. Timothy, Luan, Caliber. He had 23 points, 6 3-pointers. TLC's filled in in a major way for DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish. Hopefully Cam Reddish is able to come back on Friday for the Hawks as they face Brooklyn. And I also want to highlight Danilo Gallinari. He did a good job for the Hawks. Coming off the bench he had 20 points. We know Gallo is a shot maker. He's a big time score for the Hawks off the bench so I'm really happy with Gallinari's play of late one last bit of Hawks news Solomon Hill has injured his hamstring and is done for the season so I'm curious to know if we see J. Wynn Johnson for the for the Hawks the rookie out of Duke or if the Hawks go trade for somebody maybe or if we just kind of ride it out till Cam Radish comes back with TLC then you got TLC Cam and then hopefully you get DeAndre Hunter coming in it'll be interesting to see what the Hawks do at the small fourth spot as I mentioned the Hawks will be facing Brooklyn on Friday night. That's always a fun game. The Nets are a really, really good team with Durant and Harden and former Georgia Bulldog basketball player Nicholas Claxton, the Slim Reaper. So the Hawks have their hands full and I hope it's an electric crowd at State Farm Arena Friday night with the Nets in town. So now we're going to round up the show with some Atlanta Falcons football. Coming off a heartbreaking loss, or I shouldn't say heartbreaking, coming off a demoralizing loss to the Buccaneers. Falcons lost 30-17. to They find themselves at Carolina on Sunday. The cool moment in the, car- in the Buccaneers Game we saw the pick six from Marlon Davidson that was way in the second quarter of Tom Brady the Buccaneers were backed way up and it was just a really cool play that Davidson had against Tom Brady and so that so that was like the one fun highlight in that game between the Falcons and Bucks the Falcons find themselves now at Carolina as I said on Sunday something that I really want to see I really want to see our offensive line make holes for Patterson and Mike Davis they did a pretty good job of uh, of creating holes for for those guys running the ball. I want to see them try and protect Matt Ryan. Can, can, can we please protect our franchise quarterback? And I really want to see Drew Dahlman at center. I'm done with the Matt Hennessy experiment. With, like, Matt Hennessy, like, I appreciate what you've done. But I want to see what the young rookie, Mr. Drew Dahlman, can do out of Stanford. He's a bright guy. I mean, he went to Stanford for crying out loud. So hopefully they can get things fixed and we can get some run game going and protect Matt Ryan. As far as the offensive side of the ball, defensively, guys, we're playing Cam Newton. Cam Newton is a shell of himself. I really want to see the Falcons be able to get after Cam Newton. I'm looking at you, Marlon Davidson. I'm looking at you, Grady Jerry. I want to see some pass rush. Can we get some consistent pass rush? Dante Fowler, Deion Jones, guys like that. I, I really want to see the Falcons get after Cam Newton because I think Cam Newton can be had. I just really want to see the Falcons get after him on Sunday. So, when you look at the first matchup between the Falcons and Panthers, it was an ugly game. The Falcons lost 19-13. to I think we'll get some more ugly football on Sunday and hopefully the Falcons find a way to win on the road at Carolina. So, before we get out of here this week, I want to tell you guys about FanFrostSeasons.com. You can check out our website. Go to our merchandise store. We've got hoodies, sweatshirts, all in time for the holiday season. So, get your FanFrostSeasons gear and and rep your favorite sports podcast as well as nothing says Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays like merch from your favorite local sports podcast. So, check on our merchandise store you can check out our episodes where this episode will be posted later this evening so you can go back and listen to some of the great episodes we've had through, through our time on the fan for all seasons podcast so i guess it's time to get a word from our sponsor and fan for all seasons is brought to you in part by georgia smoke barbecue authentic original smoke barbecue catering you can learn more georgiasmoke.com for myself Jamie and joe this has been another exciting installment of the fan for all seasons podcast and we'll talk to you guys next week see ya